to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Do, Do not, not adjust, adjust your computer, computer screen. screen. It's your, your mind we're changing. Stories set to a theme. Think outside. Universe box. Home. I never really had a home growing up. We moved around a lot as a kid, so like I never really stayed in one place longer than two years. Got to the point I wouldn't even bother to put pictures or any kind of personalization in my room because I knew I would have to take it down in a year, so I didn't even bother. I don't think place has anything to do with home. The only place that felt like home was that was that park that I went to with my mother in Southern California. And we would sit by the pool and she would hold me. That felt like home. But I, I later found in my later years that home really has nothing to do with the place, but rather the people around you and how they make you feel. Like when my mother would hold me and, you know, she would look down on me and smile. That felt like home. Or when my first girlfriend would hold me and I could, I can still remember how she would squeeze me and try to make me laugh when I'm feeling down, that felt like home. Or even now, like when I see my best friend, the few times I get to see my best friend because she's so busy, and how I, I, can, I can tell somebody how she hold, holds me in her arms when she hugs me, and she smiles at me and makes me feel like I'm the most important person in the world. That feels like home. So I guess home really has nothing to do with place. It really has to do about how your friends or the people you love make you feel when, when they're around you. That's home to me. Tell you a little story about CZT, a game that meant a lot to me. The unique thing about it, we can agree, is the power unleashed when you hit the E. An editor, have fun, I can make my own games. Shame I'm so bad at giving things names. The creations I made gave my creative side flame. In a small web community, I even had my old fame. We used the ASCII character set to represent the player, enemies, and pets. Mathematical symbols became epic threats. Well, as epic as DOS was likely to get, I was a boy stuck alone with America Online. Making bad games and avoiding sunshine, the friends that I made became my hotline. We even talked about our real lives sometimes. ZZT showed me what the internet could be. A portal to out there and a fertile community. What are you afraid of? Roaches. Silence scares me. That's why I podcast. Failing. Blindness. Driving around water. Especially driving over a bridge. I'm scared of heights. I am scared of the dark. Slasher movies, they scare me. That's why I love them. I'm scared that our governments are going to continue pushing policies of resource use and exploitation and 
the human race as well as all other living things on this earth might go extinct as an outcome. Pikes. Yeah. Adulthood. Yeah. Snakes. 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 Spiders. Elevators. Impromptu interviews. Impromptu interviewing. What are you afraid of? Greek god Pan, one half goat, the other half man. Pan, Pan, Greek god Pan, one half goat, the other half man. Pan, Pan, Greek god Pan, one half goat, the, the other half man. Pan, Pan, Greek god Pan, one half goat, the other half man. Pan, Pan, Greek god Pan, one half goat, the other half man. Universe Boxio! From the heavens to your ears, this is Universe Box, and home is where our story ends. For now. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. Yes, and we're here again Thursday night, 8.30 p.m. EST, like always, at live.universebox.com on Alpha Geek Radio. Woo! Party! And that's it. That's all we got. Uh, that, okay. That's it. Thanks, everybody, for coming. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> No, no, we have a lot of uh, stories that you guys have been sending in since we started the show, basically. Uh, leftovers, I, more or less. Uh, but I, I guess uh, I revealed what's in the box for this you week. You may have, yes. Oh. What's in the box? The box. The, the box. Uni- the universe box. We don't know what's in here. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this week we're wrapping up with a ton of stories from you. We're talking home, retro tech, cookies, vacation, fear, Disney, Renaissance, coffee, theater, Nickelodeon, manners, drunk, Superman, 90s, ghost, everything old is new again, Harry Potter, cats and dogs, mythology, politics, Christmas, fitness, Doctor Who, robots, college, tabletop, retrofuturism, college... Chocolate. Back Chocolate! And a few other odds and ends. And the rest! Here on Universe Box! And box. <laughs> no, but it's going to be a, quite an interesting episode. We don't have too much formally planned, really. Basically, we have a t- list of topics of everything. We, oh, and by the way, we haven't said hi to our chat room. Big hi! chat room. Angel, Bobby, Monica, Sam, I am. When Michael was in there, I think he might have. He's in and out because he's at work. Yeah, it yeah. happens. It happens. But we're glad to have you all, all yes. in there. And we we hope you're active uh, during the show for sure. Yes, please. Uh, but we figured uh, right before the show, probably about half an hour. Actually, you know what? I'm going to get some booze first of ooh, all. Ooh, me too. Me too. We're not at the drunk set part of the show yet. But we but, will be. You know, this this is a momentous is it, occasion. Is this on both? Because it is. To see is. my dancing yeah, Jack Daniels bottle. Yeah, and they get to see my wine here. Yep. But uh, hold on. I got water in here. We'd. <laughs> Hold on, there's water. Let's chug that. No, but uh, this this project was near and dear to my heart. Our. Well, I mean, both of our hearts, for sure. For Ow. sure. Uh, you know, it was a labor of love on both of our parts. And mostly on you. And uh, we, we both put a lot of time and energy to it. And uh, it's sad to see it go, but at the same time, it's probably for the best. And I can't wait to for the other projects that we'll be starting here. <laughs> I can't, can't get, get into your, my booze. You can't get into your no, booze. No, help me. Okay. Hold on a minute, folks. I need to be drunk. No, not really. I just want it. Give me the truck. Hey! Thank you. Okay. okay as we, we got were. the booze open. I hope I booze. saw that uh, some other people might be drinking. I highly encourage it because we're going to be drinking. Because yep. we're going to get sentimental and emotional and stuff. And you know, I, f- I figured you know we played that little uh, clip at the beginning of a uh, woo. Woo! Our good friend. I Wu, just like to do that. Uh, Woo's uh, story about home. 
Don't mind me, I'm stirring. <laughs> oh, no, but about home. And uh, another really pertinent and wonderful and heart-wrenching uh, story that was told in that episode was from, from our, our next uh, storyteller who's going to make an appearance here. Bobby sent us in a voicemail. Normally, we play this up at the top of the feedback segment. Yep. But since the Leftovers episode is a feedback segment. And he's had a voicemail on almost every episode. And he's drinking Not Your Father's Root Beer tonight, he says mm-hmm. in the chat room. I saw uh, it at the store. We're going to go ahead and play this voicemail from Bobby right up the top. So take it away, Bobby. Bobby! Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie and fellow storytellers. It's Bobby here. And um, I just wanted to share with you guys a quick story about depression. So I have these two friends, and they put out a podcast. Um, Everyone loves the podcast. They had uh, great content, great stories. But for some reason... Uh, one, one for one reason or another, they just decided to like end it out of nowhere, and it made me incredibly sad. Um, but seriously, I do want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. Um, without getting too sappy, uh, yeah, thank you guys for just putting so much effort uh each week into putting multiple hours of content out for all of us, but not just the content, but for building this great community that all of us share. Um, I was going to say a community of people with like interests, but it doesn't matter whether the uh, interests are common or not. Uh, We can all have conversations. We can agree or disagree, and we can all be there for one another. Um, I've seen plenty of times, and not only in the chats, chat rooms, um, but through voicemails on episodes and through um, Twitter quite a bit, uh, people just being there for one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, if one of us has a bad day, I can almost guarantee two or three people are going to be there to say, hey, chin up, it's going to get better. And it always will, and I'm going to miss things like that. I, I really will. Um, that being said, you guys aren't there, going so. anywhere. You know, change doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Change is good. Change is inevitable. Change means growth and new possibilities. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what I'm excited for both you and Bill, uh, both you guys, Bill and Amory, <laughs> is uh, new growth and new possibilities. Um, I know with new growth and new possibilities and responsibilities – comes more time and i appreciate you guys realizing that um you know maybe you didn't have the time that this podcast that you felt this podcast deserved each week to produce it and so i do appreciate you stepping back until you feel you have the time to do so if or coming up with new content in the future or or regardless of any i know i'm babbling at this point and i'm trying not to get sappy but um like i said i just really do appreciate you guys each and every week being there for all of us um and just thank you thank you and um until next week greetings from wait no um uh, (laughs) next time on let no oh remember to think outside thank you very (laughs) much bobby Bobby. yeah very much appreciated And I, I thought it was appropriate to start it with Bobby because, I mean, I, I mean, there were other people who were kind of here for the inception and the planning of the yep. show before it started, like other Anne-Marie. Mm-hmm. 
uh, uh, when, Michael Lucero, when uh, Rebecca Johnson. Tons of people who wrote into greetings from Storybrooke about what we should do next. Yes. Because uh, <laughs> we solicited a lot of advice from there. But mm-hmm. Bobby really has been there every step of the way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, in a lot of ways, uh, the show the show almost belongs as much to Bobby as it does to any of yeah, us. Yeah, he's it, had I mean, some of the most mm-hmm. meaningful feedback and stories. Definitely. And, you know. Definitely. Even if it was a topic he didn't really have much to say about, he, he had something to say about it. So. Yeah, and uh, Angel says, uh, in this occasion, uh, Bobby's sappiness is always acceptable. Absolutely. Very much agreed. Yeah, and, uh, something that I, I, I think I've shared this on the show before, but a lot of times, like, if he didn't think know what to submit something about, he would DM me about two hours before we started the show and be like, I can't think of anything. Do you have any <laughs> ideas? So, yeah, yeah, thank you very much, Bobby. And uh, mm-hmm. we, we had to start the show with you. Of I, course, of course. And, and we're you, not going anywhere. Yeah, we're not going. We're starting at least three more podcasts, Mm -hmm. so it's just this one. Yeah, and I I guess I guess we can go ahead and start just going through uh, the different episodes we've done and everything. First up, home home was our first episode. That wonderful piece from Woo. Yes. And uh, we're in a, we're in a new home. We're in a now. new actually, yeah, we are yeah, in a new we're, home. We're in a new home, and uh, I, I will say too that uh, we are because Universe Box is going away for now, mm-hmm. indefinite hiatus. We are going to be making doing a lot of new content from our home. Uh, yes. For example, a bunch of random content like me and Bobby are going to be doing a like Mister Show slash with Bob and David little two part. Uh, thing on the YouTube channel, mm-hmm. uh, c- kind of discussing the new show. Yep, so uh, this that. past weekend, we did a double date. A double with, date with Liz and her boyfriend. Yes, uh, that was wonderful. I highly recommend you go check that out. Recommend, we got, recommend, we recommend. Uh, we we get, we uh, got really drunk. I had a really good. There was a decorative conversation. gourd. There was a you decorative know. gourd. We're good. Uh, you know, so uh, even though. Uh, the universe box is going away. We still will be producing a lot of new content from home. Absolutely. And it might make things a little easier for like doing our hangouts or just randomly saying, Hey, Uh, how about this Thursday? Let's do a hangout. Yeah. And uh, as we, as we said before, we're going to commit, uh, the patron exclusive patreon.com slash universe box, uh, patron exclusive, (laughs) uh, comment movie commentaries. We'll be streaming those live too. Yeah. So, so I definitely get back into doing those. Yeah. We'll, we'll start soon. Yeah. We, we just wanted to get this done first. Yeah. Okay. So the, okay. next, the next episode was Retro Tech. Retro Tech. And this is something that uh, over the past couple months has been kind of weighing on me. Um, j- just, uh, you know, we gave some advice for, you know, handling yourself online and this, that, and the other uh, on the Retro Tech episode. And, and I kind of pushed very heavily. I have a uh, a, a, a app on my phone that handles Twitter called Tweetcaster. Here, I'll show it to you. Uh, but yeah, Tweetcaster. And I, I suggested, you know, if things bother you, if you don't want to see them, etc., etc., maybe just use the wonderful feature on Tweetcaster to filter it all out. Right. You can filter hashtags mm-hmm. and stuff like that. In the past few months, you know, and I'll, I'll show you guys my filter list here. It's uh, disgusting. Yeah, hold on. It's disgusting. I have, like, I've been um, cultivating, hold on if I can get it loaded up here, but I've been cultivating a a, a, a list of filters on Tweetcaster for years now. Yeah. Literally years. Uh, hundreds of terms. Yep. Uh, usernames of accounts I follow, but I don't want to see. Like, a lot of them are, like, marketing accounts, stuff like that, yeah. that I need to follow and everything. But the thing is, I think I've been kind of closing myself off from people. And I, I don't get a lot of time to Twitter anymore with the new job and everything. Right. And I 
I, I, I'm kind of regretting the whole filter thing. And I think it's probably closed me off from a lot of things that are pertinent to life and everything. That's so true. I, I thought while we're discussing the retro tech side of things, I'm going to do it uh, right here on the stream. Uh, here's the phone. You can see it jiggling. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. I'm going to hit the X. I'm going to delete Tweetcaster. And I'm going to install the, the main Twitter app yep. after we're done with the show. And I'm going to stop using filters. And I'm going to open myself up to the world. Get out of the filter bubble. Look at you growing up. I'll see Star Wars tweets. Oh, there's so many of them, though. I know. There there's are so, so many. many Star Wars tweets. Sorry, guys. We're not fans. But, uh, you know, just uh, if you followed that advice uh, and, you, and you still respect my opinion, I'm changing that advice. Changing uh, the advice. That's oh, fair. and when says she filters the heck out of Tumblr? Well, you almost have I to. I didn't know you could That's filter just a safety Tumblr. Thing. I, don't, I don't go there. I still yeah. don't go there. The weird back alley of the internet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, like Anne-Marie, do you have anything to say on cookies? Our next episode. Oh, you have some cookies? I brought cookies. You should toss me one. Okay. Catch. In Grand Universe Box tradition, we're going to eat on the stream. Because this is the only show that we can do that all the time. Mm -hmm. So, having a a, uh, knockoff Publix Oreo. Mm -hmm. I don't have any milk to dip it in. (gasps) No, that's still coming up a few. But I'm going to dip it in my coffee that I have sitting here for a later segment. Oh, yeah. We... Very soon, I think. Very, very soon. Soon and very soon. So there's that. Mm-hmm. I still love cookies. I still love everything about cookies. I'm, in fact, obsessed with the Great British Bake Off, <laughs> which has made my baking obsession significantly more strong. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, keep your eyes on the internet. I'm probably going to try some fancy things in the next couple mm-hmm. months because why not? I feel like I have Oreo in my teeth now. Prob- oh, I didn't think about that as I hold my dipped Oreo. Okay. Okay. I- so cookies. We've eaten some cookies. Vacation. Oh. We're actually going on a vacation this year. Are we? Yeah. Uh, we're, we still haven't figured out where yet, but I have like <laughs> a, a nine-day vacation from work. So we're going to go do something. Uh, we don't know what yet. We might just go to Disney. We might just no, get we a... Can't. We can't. The kids are black. Blackout days. Or they're all blackout days. My entire vacation. <laughs> entire awesome. Vacation. Okay, well, we're not going to Disney. <laughs> if anybody has ideas for a relatively cheap vacation between mm-hmm. Christmas and New Year's. It doesn't have to be too cheap. Relatively. Cheap. That's why I yeah. said for yeah. a family of five. And definitely as we're know. naming out these topics in the chat room, uh, Wynn's talking a little, uh, she says she uses Tumblr Saveler as mm-hmm. an extension to install to make Tumblr bearable. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, Night RAF, your cousin's in the chat. Howdy! But uh, yeah, if you have any any contributions you want to make for any of these topics, like Please share. if you have like a fun vacation story you want to tell in the chat room, we'll read it. Absolutely. We'll definitely read it. I mean, we have a lot from you guys, but right off the top, we don't have There many. was a good hand or a good chunk of topics where nobody sent anything. And then there's certain topics, Harry Potter, mm-hmm. that everybody sent something in on. So. Yeah, and this is another one that was in our opening role right at the top, mm-hmm. uh, fear. Uh, always, fear. Always fun to be afraid. Oh, we dressed up scary for that one, didn't we? That's what you used for the oh, date for, night. For the double date For our uh, double graphic. date. Yeah. You used that picture. Yeah, because pi- I was picture. a scary clown and you were just like weird Creepy goth scary. girl or something. Yeah. yeah. That, that was our Halloween, the fear episode. Episode. Yeah, that was our version of. Well, oh. we had fear and ghosts mm-hmm. at some point. Oh, Angel so. might be going to Tennessee or Dallas in January, February. Interesting. That's a that's a big range. Though. That Tennessee is a big range. Or Dallas, January or February. You Jan- know, January in Dallas, February in Tennessee. Sure, make a 
could happen. <laughs> okay. So are you afraid of anything new? Am I afraid of anything new? Uh, less and less, actually. Like You're getting better at like leaning into the, the, uncomfortable. the uncomfortable. Guess what? Yeah. I am pushing further and further away. I'm like, I just want to lay in bed <laughs> and watch TV. I, I will say probably the scariest thing that's mm-hmm. happened to me over the past couple months is, is starting, you got a job? Yeah, starting my new job. I was very scared about that because I've been uh, working it from home. Yeah. Uh, by myself, for myself, or, you know, well, even, even with when I was working for AT&T, I was kind of working for myself. I was contracting with them. But, uh, you know, it, by myself, in a room by myself for almost seven years yeah. prior to uh, getting the new gig. And I was really worried about, like, fitting into the office culture and being mm-hmm. around people all day. Yeah, it was uh, – he had plus, to talk to somebody other than me and he had to wear pants. It, it, it was – <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't wear pajama wear pants. pants. I, I was also very afraid of, like – uh, my job has a lot of responsibilities and very public responsibilities, big things and stuff and doing a lot of this kind of stuff, actually podcasting, but for a big company. company. So I was very scared about that, but it seems to be going OK. I'm a little over a month in. It's going okay. Uh, Monica's still afraid of heights. I hear that. I hear that. A uh, tenter guy it says, I myself am new and uncomfortable. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, definitely. I, I mean, well, I've actually laid on his shoulder once or twice. He is pretty uncomfortable. He's kind of bony. He's kind of bony? Yeah, just oh, no. a little bony in the shoulder there. Oh, Angel's afraid of bees and mm-hmm. wasps. Yeah, we're afraid of bees too because we both blow up and I think you mm-hmm. have to go to a hospital. Yeah, I do. I and do. you're not good with just an EpiPen? No, I, I... These are things I should know probably. Like, I, 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 well, I know I want the last time I got stunned was when we were in college and I went to the nurse's office and yeah. they had the stuff there to take care of That's it. an EpiPen. Okay. You're, so. you're fine. You just need All an right. EpiPen. Oh, a tensor guy asked where I'm working. I, I, I'm working uh, for... Uh, a large it, media company? Well, I can say as long as I say that none of my opinions are, are the, opinions the opinions of, your of my employer or anything. I, I'm working for HTV Design, a division of Hearst Television. Yes. I am uh, their web contributor. Yes. Uh, you know, working on uh, do, handling their internal websites i'm doing an internal podcast for uh they love him let's yeah, just talk I, about I, I'm, ba- I'm basically the the web glue connecting 28 television stations across across the country mm-hmm. so so there's that there's that all right so okay so the disney, disney reddit songs we actually have some feedback for Hold this one up. okay from i'll read it Anne. this is from ann not this ann not this ann, ann not other ann marie ann um, we're going to hear from her many, many times throughout the uh, show. Mm-hmm. Okay, Disney Renaissance. Loved that one. Very interesting to hear so much information about the different movies. But I was quite shocked to find out that Pocahontas, my favorite Disney movie of all time, oh, <laughs> was so badly received. Sorry about I had that, no Anne. idea. <laughs> now, that's, now that I think about it, I can see how it can be offensive to Native American culture. But for me, it's still a story about respecting nature, being brave, and standing up for what you believe. Even, and love overcoming. Let's not say everything to avoid sounding like the cheesiest cliche ever, but quite a lot. <laughs> thank you I very much, that. Anne. I can see that. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, let's see. Um, <sighs> there was something over here I wanted to see. Oh, uh, <laughs> Sam, I am is afraid of Americans. Yes. I'm but afraid of the world. <laughs> I'm afraid I can't help it. Oh, I'm afraid you? I can't. So the Disney Renaissance. We did this one long mm-hmm. before we had our annual passes. Yes, definitely. Does I, this I change your we, perspective on anything? We actually, I believe, played a clip from Rebecca where she At went Disney, to Disney World. And we were like, ah! 
yeah. Yeah. And I hope we can go there someday. I know, because it was before we even knew we were moving here, I think. <laughs> um, I am going to say that there are certain rides dedicated to certain characters mm-hmm. that I hope are closing when Hollywood Studios changes. <laughs> I know I know I've seen a couple more of the Disney Renaissance pictures that were kind of like dark for me uh, when we did that episode, like Hercules. Hercules! Oh, yeah! Uh, Emperor's New Groove. I still haven't seen that. I've seen that one. I watched when did that you one. see that? I watched it when I was working one day. Wow. Boredom. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hence the old job. Hence the old uh, Bobby job. Bobby says he trims bushes and hedges in Florida and is constantly stunned by bees and wasps. See, we would die. Probably. <laughs> this is an episode. Oh, this is where Angel found us. Oh, nice. Yay. Nice. The Disney Renaissance episode. The Renaissance. The Yay. Renaissance. Yes. The Renaissance. The Renaissance of the Disney. No, but I definitely know a lot more about Disney culture now because oh, we're going Dis- to Disney all the time. Well, and it's a shame we never got to do like a Disney World episode. Oh, we can. I mean, we can. Well, but we're starting a Disney podcast. Very true. Do we really need a, one episode of Universe Pops? No, it's, no. it's going to be a whole it's podcast a whole about Disney. So it's it'll be fine. Show. It'll be fine. Okay, so next up. Coffee. 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 Read the letter. I'm gonna read the letter. It's partially about coffee. It's partially about other things. But first, let's just read the whole let's thing. Just read the whole thing. Uh, this is from Monica. It's she from sent Monica. us a box a few weeks back. Uh, I know you may have noticed during the chocolate episode because it got here in time for that. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, dear Bill and Anne Marie, I first saw you guys at Dragon Con panel 2013. Woo! Uh, it was supposed to be about podcasting and quickly devolved, devolved into once fandom during the mid season three break. I caught up on Operation Cobra, Cobra Cast, um, and greetings from Story oh, Rebecca. Rebecca. However, especially being a Captain Hook shipper, I have found the dynamic of greetings so much more interesting. Team Bill Meeks. Oh, hashtag Team Anne-Marie. Um, I hashtag love that you guys wine. have differing opinions. I haven't participated much as I don't get to watch once until you just before you guys record at best and I didn't watch Wonderland until just before the knave was supposed to have such a big role that I binge watched it so that I could be in the know and then nothing happened <laughs> sigh teardrop I intend to get into Gotham but I just haven't gotten around to it yet do it you should it's do so it. awesome this season it's um, nuts. But I have recently become addicted to Doctor Who and have just finished season two of Torchwood man is it dusty in here <laughs> So I've been wanting to participate for the last couple of years and Universe Box has made that possible. So we have chocolate for this week's episode, if it gets there in time. Coffee for the last episode, uh, the leftover episode, savor it, the company's out of business. And individual presents for the two of you. AMD, yours is in the gold bag. Bill, you get the black bag mm-hmm. that you can open now or save for the hobbies episode. We will save it for the hobbies section um, as these are hobbies of mine and some things for the once upon a time frame, which are in our frame during our greetings episode. Thank you so much for all that you do and keep up the great work. Love, Monica. Also, so I love that I have a real letter. Yes. Real letters make me happy. I thank you very much, Monica. Thank you, Monica. We love you too. Okay, so we have two coffees here. Okay. We have uh, the Jack Daniels, uh, which I'll go ahead and have it have a little sip of here. It's been sitting here for a few it's minutes. It's a little so, chilly now, yeah. So it's a little Sorry. chilly. I like it. I like it. It doesn't it does not taste like this guy. It doesn't taste like straight jack, but it has a kind of it jack has feel a, to it. Yeah, it has probably whatever the <laughs> Okay, take it to the face. This is how fast I drink cold coffee. But no, so that's the Jack. The Jack's good. Next is SoCo. SoCo, Southern Comfort. I conveniently have a little bottle of SoCo (laughs) hiding in my dress. Amory just went out and got a bunch of liquor. I might have. So let's try the SoCo. I like that. It's a little bit. It tastes fruity. Yeah, it has. It tastes like fruit punch coffee. It's like fruit punch coffee. Yeah, a little bit. I like it. Which would probably explain why when I was in college, I went to a party once with just a bottle of this (laughs) and walked around with it. 
We're not to that part yet. Nice. But part. thank you very much, Monica. Thank you so much, Monica, for everything. Oh, and what's this other little note here? Um, this coffee? one. Oh, no. I forgot to put who it's from. It's okay. They'll recognize it. I'll read it. I understand the, the, the way it's written. Okay. You got this? Yeah. Coffee, 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 coffee. On a related note, I'm very excited about the possibility of a Gilmore Girls podcast. <laughs> Love the show and a podcast would be a reason to start the rewatch. It was in Under Leftovers. It's just for the coffee. I forget who it was from, though. Here, I'll figure it out. But yeah, uh, we we are thinking about doing a bit of a Gilmore Girls podcast here yes. in the near future. See, this is the thing. We may be lo- might be losing Universe Box, but it's going to allow us to do a bunch of other uh, shows. You know that that you might be more into because obviously, I, I I think Universe Box has taught us, if anything, that I mean, the Wonder Box segment was always the most loved. Uh, when we yeah doing Universe Box, so I mean, you guys like to hear us talk about. Shows and books. Shows and, and movies and books and, and things all like sorts that. of stuff, yeah. Yeah, I tried to find who that was from. I still couldn't find okay. it. Okay. Well, somewhere. it's in there somewhere. I don't know. Okay. So, uh, Theatre. 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 Um, Any new Theatre stories? Um, the show, the Lion King show <gasps> at Disney's Animal Kingdom is Dude, really good theater. No. All of the shows at the Lion King or at the Animal Kingdom are mm-hmm. really good theater. Yeah, the Nemo sh- uh, musical. The Nemo show. Okay, when I saw that there was a Finding Nemo show that was forty-five minutes long, I was like, "I'm wasting so much of my day." And then I realized it was air conditioned, and I was okay with it because <laughs> it was really hot that day. But it was an amazing, Definitely. amazing show. People and it's flying puppets. around on wires, and- right? But it's it's puppet it, puppet mm-hmm. fish and stuff like that. But, but it was you don't still, see the, it was still live actors too. Right. Like they were live actors singing live. They're like holding on to the fish who's mm-hmm. singing and their faces, the actors' faces were the emotions because yeah. obviously you can't make a fish puppet mm-hmm. have that many, that range of emotion and. It was amazing and like I thought my kids were going to have an issue with, you know, a person. Mm-hmm. They see right through it. They blend yeah. it together and it's pretty cool. It was really cool. I advise anybody to take that time to do Definitely. that. Lion King was the land of spectacle. Oh, yeah. So much it's spectacle just like so many it. people and fire dancers and huge animatronic puppets and the whole nine yards. Oh, they, it was everything. It starts with like a blank stage and then by the end of it, it's just like completely full. full. All the characters are out Still there. Still walkers. Uh, um, all sorts of performances. Everyone is costumed in um, different, not an animal costume, but their costume represents an animal, which mm-hmm. is really neat because yeah. it's not like they're like wearing ahead mm-hmm. they have you know d- designs so it's really cool so yeah. theater there you go let's see here uh, some more from the chat room okay. angel uh, recommends a book to us the hidden magic of walt disney world I by like Su- susan venice venice okay it has some really cool trivia about the park uh, sam i am likes that we're drinking uh, jack daniel's coffee of course uh win says she drinks soco straight in college all the time too that's why i gave her half ass. and uh, angel says uh the shows uh, down there at disney world are amazing she saw the lion king one when she was there a few years ago and the Beauty and the Beast one at Hollywood yes. Studios was really good Which too. Beauty and the Beast might be going the way of the dinosaur as well. Really? Yeah. Um, they were casting for another show. There's a lot of changes if you didn't know going on at Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios, yeah. So there's rumor. It's not an official thing but Beauty and the Beast might be going the way of the Everybody dinosaur. Everybody walk the dinosaur. 
Okay, so uh, next cool. up, and I, I think we can safely say that Universe Box is responsible for the new network. Oh, totally. The Splat that Nickelodeon's splat. coming out with. Because we did a, the big ni- uh, Nickelodeon episode, and yep. now they're cashing in on the Nickelodeon nostalgia craze that we started. We totally started it. We totally did There was no it. way that they had that in production mm-hmm. beforehand. But, you know, there's a lot of younger people who are still into Nickelodeon these days and who are like, who cares about all that? They don't even know what's all happening. All that isn't all that. They, they're like they're concentrated on things like Yoga Gabba Gabba and Power Rangers and things like that. And we actually have a couple stories. We got some feedback from uh, some young listeners. From some folks like that, too. And they are listeners. That's the comedy. Yeah, definitely. So why don't we go ahead and play that, and then we'll be right back as soon as I can find it. Where is it there? Hello, it's the Universe Box, and I have my little friend Goofa here. She's from Yoga Nickelodeon, and I'm going to be talking about Nickelodeon today. And first we'll talk about FUFA, and we're just going to be talking about Nickelodeon characters. What are some of your favorite Nickelodeon characters? Or do you only like the Yo Gabba Gabba characters? I like Dora, and I like Boots, and I like DJ Lance. Mm Mm-hmm. I like all sorts of Nickelodeon characters. Yeah? Yeah. All right, go ahead and tell me about Fufa. Well, she has a flower on her head, you can see, and she has little flower petals sticking out of her neck. Those are parts of her neck. Mm-hmm. And she's all pink, just like Pinkie Pie. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. Does Fufa do something that's funny? Well, in Yoga Together Live, she, well, they play hat. I go seek. Yeah? Yeah. And that's funny? That's kind of funny. It's kind of funny? Yeah. Can you sing me a little Yo Gabba Gabba? Okay. Yo Gabba Gabba! Yo Gabba Gabba! Yo Gabba Gabba! Yo! That's what they sing at the end. Power Rangers fight. Power Rangers fight? Is that why you like them? Yeah. Who's your favorite Power Ranger? Mm, all of them. All of them? Not a favorite color? Not even the pink or yellow ones. I love pink or yellow and blue and green and red. And red? What's your favorite episode of Power Rangers? Um, Poe. The the one that they fight some monsters. They fight a monster? They fight monsters that are sent to the real world. Yeah? Yep. Can you sing me the Power Rangers theme song? Oh, I don't know. It's in here. I only know it if it's on. You only know if it's on? Yeah. Okay. What else do you want to tell me about Power Rangers? Anything? Um, well, uh, one more thing. One more thing? Oh, a lot. Okay, go ahead, a lot. Hmm. Power, the Power Rangers suits are just costumes. They're just costumes? Yep. And we saw uh, the Pink Rangers costume. Today! We did see the... Who are you going to be for Halloween? Doc! No, for Halloween, who are you going to be? You're going to Power Ranger Red! Yep, the Red Power Ranger. How do you say trick or treat? Sick or sweet! Alright, can you tell the Universe Box people goodbye? No, I need to tell them all about Power Rangers. Alright, tell me one more thing. A lot! One more, or I'm ending it. A lot! Um, well, Power Rangers... 
Thank you very much, uh, London and Eliza Meeks, uh, our crack uh, storytellers there. Yeah. Uh, so something I don't know if we, we really express is that every week, all of our kids are like, can I be on the show? Can I be oh, on Universe oh. Box? And then this week, <laughs> they have discovered Universe Box and some of our clips are on KidsTube. Yeah, on KidsTube, which they're obsessed with. So, and they watch it constantly. So we're like celebrities to them now. Yeah, they always, um, they'll take their tablet and they use voice recognition to search for things. <laughs> and they're always like, Tube HD and stuff mm. like that. Today I heard them go Universe Box. Universe like, yes! Boxio. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Universe Boxio. There we go. Hey. There we go. Uh, yeah, but uh, I, so, some uh, things from the chat room. Wynn said that uh, she sold all of her real monster toys. I, I believe she told us about yeah, those. Yeah, she told us all about it. Uh, on Amazon for big money. Good. I'm and, proud of that. And uh, then uh, Knight RAF says it always amazes him that Power Rangers has kept going as long as it has. It's new- Netflix, dude. There's still new episodes. Savon's Power Rangers, the movie, coming out 2017. No! They just announced the cast this week and the budget and all that kind of stuff. <sighs> Looks like Gosh. it's going to be it's going to be a reboot, but it's also going to be tied into the original mythology. Uh, it looks like the Red Ranger might be the Tommy, the Green Ranger's brother oh. or, or cousin or something like well, that. Well, isn't Tommy the Green Ranger still rocking the uh, yeah he's, con circuit? Well, he's also still in almost every season yes. of Power. Oh Rangers. yeah, uh, honey, you're telling me? Yeah, <laughs> I've seen like oh. <laughs> and then uh, Angel says in response, "I mean, I'm sure a lot of people also didn't expect Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to still be around. No, but they." Um, every trivia, the next commentary we're doing. Trivia. Um, those shows, though, they're very different each um, reboot or series that they do. Power Rangers is literally the same thing with a new costume. Yeah, it's basically they just uh, – yeah. well, I, and they usually get a new villain. Or, I have no – I don't focus that much. All I know is mm-hmm. I've seen the Halloween episode where the pie explodes many, 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 <laughs> many, 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 many times. <laughs> Also, the Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers crossover. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah, You've I, excited Monica, though. The Power Rangers movie. The, about the Power Rangers <laughs> movie. You know what? I'm really hoping those Universe Box episodes that they, they did vet those. Because uh, we, we're, we're not always careful with the language on Universe Box. Well, that's so the thing I'm concerned about if we said anything about them. I'm sure we didn't say anything. <laughs> we I don't think we've ever badmouthed our kids. Do we that. badmouth our children? Probably not. I hope not. Probably not. We might be like, yeah, they got on my nerves that day or something like that. Just like that. Which would be very bad manners. Okay, next topic. Next Drunk. topic. Drink. Oh. <laughs> ah, very good. I like your coverage of the manners topic. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Definitely. Mm, and it, Jack. The drunk episode was a lot of fun, The though. drunk episode was amazing. Or at least the two plus hours of getting drunk for the episode. The, the live stream? The live stream. Yeah, and there were so many people who came out for that. Uh, it was uh, We did it on a random Saturday night, yep. and we just sat there. We uh, did Power Hour. We did Alice with liquor. Uh, power Hour with yeah. uh, liquor and wine and whatnot. Yep. And mm-hmm. We took calls. That was the first time we talked to Liz. We talked to Bobby. We talked to Lady J. We talked to Lady J. I think we talked to Michael on his lunch break. Yeah. Because yeah. it just kept going and going. And- yeah. If I remember correctly, Bobby called in during the stream and then he called and we had a nice conversation after the stream. I'm too. sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. That, that was it. That was so much fun though. And then we cut that down to like 20 minutes of like crazy. Someday we maybe we should release the full. You tw- haven't released that full. Tw- I don't think it's out there. <sighs> Make I, sure that that it, is not acceptable it, for uh, – it, It's hidden on the YouTube. Oh, uh, might be better there. Yeah, might be. Might be. Okay, uh, let's see over here in the chat room. Uh, Angel <laughs> says, 
Oh, go ahead. What what is it? Bobby, I heard a story about a boy whose favorite was the White Power Ranger. He would go around all day screaming White Power. <laughs> no, child, you must say Rangers. That means something else. Oh. White Power Ranger. Ranger. Uh, Night RAF says, I remember taking my brother, his friend, and his friend's brother to see the first Power Rangers because ne- neither mom wanted to endure it. <laughs> Nice, nice. nice. I, awesome. And uh, Angel doesn't know too much about Power Rangers, just bits and pieces. Yeah, and that's uh, best that way. I promise. Okay, so let's see. Then after uh, drunk, we Superman. Had, we had Superman because I have to have the Superman hat. Have the Superman cup. Very excited about Batman v Superman yes. coming out soon. Yes. It's going to be the awesomeness. Also, if there are any Superman fans out there, mm-hmm. I re- highly recommend the new Lois and Clark series out right now by Dan Jurgens. Mm-hmm. If you like the uh, pre-New 52 Superman, it's that character basically transplanted into the New 52. Basically, Brainiac pulled him off of his Earth, mm-hmm. and then he fought this big battle, went back to the original crisis to make sure it happened, and then they put him on the New 52 Earth uh, right around the time that the reboot happened. And he's been living there in secret with Lois for years and years and years and basically what it is he, he lives out on a farm with Lois they have a kid and he goes out and he tries to stop all of his supervillains from becoming supervillains like they did on his earth and Amory's asleep now wait Batman v Superman there there I've got her back I'm I've back I've got her back I'm back yeah <laughs> but I lots of fun uh, Superman and uh, I, I, I as far as uh, the Supergirl uh, show I still haven't watched it I saw, I saw the first episode it's okay. We saw the first it's episode when it leaked. We haven't rewatched it. We mean yeah. to. Yeah, I think it could be better. I really don't like the idea of a super character working with or for the government. Uh, they're generally pretty anti-establishment except for Frank Miller's work. But I'm going to give it a couple more episodes to see if it grows on me. I, I love Supergirl, though, the character. For a while there, she was almost – I almost liked her more than Superman. Interesting. Uh, it was like very, very close. Uh, Peter David's run on the character I, I absolutely love. Still my favorite interpretation. Okay, 90s. 90s. I don't know. This is from the 90s. That is from the 90s. It's from when I was in middle school. Anything anything from our chat room about the 90s? Dear We'd chat love to room. hear some stuff about what the 90s. Got? What you got? What you, what you got? What you got? But I don't think got? a 90s nostalgia has ebbed any. No. At all? No. I mean, we just talked about it last week on the Back to the Future episode. There was, was 80s nostalgia. This is as we have... Late 80s, no. early 90s. No, it was 80s. It came out in 89. The, the third one came out in 90. We didn't talk about the third one well, very much. I'm, I'm just saying. It was, I still haven't seen it that was one. Right on that, it was right on the cusp. It was right on the cusp. Yeah, it was on the cusp. Yeah, but you know what? The 80s carried over to like 92. Yeah. Yeah. And then it became the 90s. And then it officially became the 90s. Oh, Monica says, uh, <laughs> well, Peter David is just awesome anyway. Very true. Very true. And Sam, I am. I'm not interested in that. I'm afraid she would be a cookie cutter. Oh, and Supergirl? Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Kind of. Yeah. But I mean, I, a lot of people like it, too. A lot of people like it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, to each their own, I guess. Exactly. Okay. So, Ghost. Any, any updates on ghosts? Have you had any ghost encounters? Well, we, we go on the uh, Well, it's Halloween this mansion. week. We do go on the Haunted Mansion and a hitchhiking ghost will follow you home. And they do every week. Every week. Mm-hmm. Or two. <laughs> we get that story from small people. They're like, which ghost will we get this week? I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, you people are so jaded. <laughs> what have we done to you? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's Halloween this weekend, so I'm looking forward to seeing some ghosts. Maybe I'll dress up like one. We do have the sheets somewhere still, and we don't have costumes. I, I know, uh, you know, relating to Bobby's story. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. 
Oh, right. that's so wrong. Yeah, now that, I is, can't that is wrong. That is wrong. I think just saying relating to Bobby's story yes, is enough for enough. you to get the idea of the joke I was about to say. Uh, Angel says, really, I can't actually talk about 90s nostalgia. <sighs> well, I would remember some of it. I was pretty young when the 90s ended. Oh, you youngin'. 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 Yes, definitely. I was, I, I, well, I guess I was, I was 18 when the 90s ended, so. Which means I was 17. Well, I was 17 when the 90s ended, when the, or when the 2000s began, I was 18. Because my birthday is yeah. like right at the beginning. Yeah, of the year. it is. So, uh, let's see here. Okay. So everything old is new again. Everything old is new again, which was mainly centered around reboots. Lots of and stuff. lots of reboots and things like that. All well, this I is know, continuing. Gem just came out this week. Gem did just come out. I've heard good and bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested, but not over. I wasn't massive into Gem, mm-hmm. but I was into Gem. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I liked it. There was there was bright colors and shiny things, but I wasn't the obsessed. Mm-hmm. Oh, 90s. I don't Um... <laughs> I mean, they're still doing all those, like, well, I guess everything old is new again, uh, Fuller House. And Fuller House. The Gilmore Gil- Girls. New Gilmore Girls uh, with Bob and David. Netflix is like the home of everything old is new again. It now. really kind of is. Uh, they, we got the go- Girl Meets World going on. They're uh, making a new version of the Viewfinder. They we, actually made that. We saw it. Yeah, we saw that at Target this and weekend. And we may have it, laughed at it. It's supposed to be like Oculus Rift. Yeah, uh, Monica turned uh, twenty three in two thousand. Yay! So. We're not old. We were feeling old. I, I'm always feeling old. It's okay though. It's okay though. Everything old is new again. So I mean, it's fine. So Bill right? is old and new again. What? Okay. Uh, so oh, your phone goes in the ViewMaster, so it's like Google Cardboard. But with a Viewmaster? Ow. That's weird. I don't know how I feel about that. Monica says she went as Jim uh, her last trick-or-treat <gasps> Halloween. That's awesome. Very nice. Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> oh, wait. That was a while ago. Okay. So, so let's see here. Okay. So now we come to our biggest amount of <gasps> submissions uh, for uh, Universe Box. Okay. Harry Potter. I'll, do you want me to read this? Well, first of all, I, I think we should start off by saying that, you know, with Harry Potter, uh, in, specifically the first first person who writes in uh-huh. we did a after the <gasps> after we did this we did a harry potter commentary, commentary. and we actually we we, touched we made a com- the hem of the garment of jk rowling yeah basically because michael responded to us uh about the commentary uh saying you know one of my favorite bits of harry potter trivia is that uh voldemort is actually pronounced voldemort yes. without a t and he tagged, and the world exploded he tagged jk rowling in it and she, she responded yeah you're right and then everybody from Time Magazine to BuzzFeed to this, they, they, dozens and do, upon dozens upon dozens. No, dozens isn't even inappropriate. I think yeah, there probably. was at least a thousand mm-hmm. comments, retweets, people going, well, in France, we've always said it that yeah, way. We still get a few responses every, every, every week yeah, on the Universe crazy. Box feed about, or like we'll see people retweet Michael's. Mm-hmm. Michael's tweet about it. So yeah, but uh, go ahead. Why don't you read uh, All right. Michael, Michael's letter here? Okay. I'm really surprised that Bill doesn't like Quidditch. Hear me out, Bill. <laughs> I have a rational argument for it. In a lot of ways, I sympathize with you. I have no interest in sports whatsoever, at least no native interest. I do watch college basketball with my wife, and I do enjoy it a little, but only because she's so passionate about it, and I gave it a chance and found it a bit enjoyable. <clears throat> to my great surprise. Hey, I've given sports a chance. No, not I found with them me, wanting. Not with me. I found them wanting. Bad word, bad word, bad word. <laughs> um, but if she didn't watch it, there's no way I would ever have started myself. 
And even though she loves football, I cannot bring myself to enjoy that, despite her and my best efforts. See, at least he made efforts. So although I do recognize this as a weakness I have, an inability to enjoy something that I should be able to enjoy, I nonetheless totally get where you're coming from in terms of hating sports in general. But it's almost exactly for that very reason that I love Quidditch so much. Quidditch can almost be seen as the anti-sport for many reasons. It's unlike any real world sport because there is so much going on at the same time. In football or basketball or baseball or whatever, everyone on a team is working toward the same thing, even if they're contributing in different ways. In the chaotic Quidditch, this is not the case. Some players work towards scoring, others towards injuring or sabotaging, even when they're on the offense, not only when on defense as in football. And then you have the seeker who works towards something that is almost the opposite of the goal of any sport, not getting rid of a ball in a specific place, but taking possession of it with no regard to place at all. The seeker, I think, represents the most anti-sport aspects of Quidditch, not only because his aim is the inverse of normal pattern of sports, but also because the rest, the result of catching the snitch can completely upend the normal ethic of sports. The idea that in order to win, a team must work the hardest, practice the most, give the most effort, and be the most coordinated. In Quidditch, that isn't always how it works. You can be the better team in a match, but still lose if the other team catches a snitch too early in the game. This actually happens in the World Cup in Book 4, and I'm not the only one who's notices. There are lots <laughs> of sports fans out there who loathe Quidditch for precisely this reason, feeling that fictional game betrays an offense against all sports, most basic assumptions and values. So I do think that it has a really magical feeling to it <clears throat> precisely <laughs> because it's so irrational and oh, quixotic. Thank you. Uh, Michael's too smart for me. It seems almost designed to upend the traditional understanding of what a sport should be. Quidditch also has some interesting alchemical thematic overtones, but I won't get into that here. Maybe in the episode y'all mentioned where we can support marriage or past themes. Guess what? You just did. Um, also, as an interesting side note, my college, the College of Charleston, has an actual Quidditch team that plays on actual broomsticks against other schools. Side note, the kids' school also has Quidditch mm -hmm. as like an after-school a lot of schools do now. A lot of schools have Quidditch. Yeah, and to be fair, I know Quidditch is like the geekiest, nerdiest, geekiest of sports, and that by all rights, I should be at least respectful of it, but I'm not. But I, I do appreciate, Michael, uh, how much you you argued for it and you tried to convince me, and you made a lot of really compelling arguments, but unfortunately, it doesn't it, – it, it has never come through to my lizard brain. I My lizard brain is anti-sports, and I think that's always going to be the case, but thank you so much, Michael, for trying to convince me otherwise. Okay, this next one is from Deb 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 it was to give Harry a reason to be awesome on his own. Uh, let me explain. Harry Potter was an unfortunate boy uh, when he lost both of his parents at such an age and was given to a family that wanted nothing to do with him. We must remember that Harry was still a child in the first book and is growing into a man, but still a child all the same. Harry grew up in the Dursley household who provided him no attention, no affection, and therefore no support. He believed that he was worthless and believed he had no specific skills uh, since they did nothing to help him shine. Then, bam, Harry finds out that 
the night his parents died, or finds out that his parents died while protecting him. Uh, he was about to be murdered and actually lived, all this while he was a young baby. He then finds out that everybody in the wizarding world knows his name. He's popular for reasons he doesn't understand, and he has no specific clue as to why. That is a lot of pressure on a boy who felt he was not worth anything. Uh, by his own aunt and uncle and cousin. Uh, quite possibly because of the horcrux inside him, but that is beside the point. Uh, so when Harry starts Hogwarts and finds out that he has what it takes to be the seeker, a, 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 a one-deep position uh, who can potentially win the entire game to the pride of all Gryffindors and to those against the opposing team, he finds his own self-worth on his own. It wasn't him figuring out that he was a wizard. It wasn't him figuring out that he had special powers that the Dark Lord has not. He finds out that he is special all on his own, all due to Quidditch, uh, from the first book onwards. Thankfully, he finds his self-worth, and it boosted his self-esteem at the same time. I'm just glad to provide you my two cents. Hashtag Harry Potter rules, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. I like her explanation. Another really good explanation. I, another really good argument uh, for it. And I can actually, I will say, even above Michael's. Yeah. I can see the need for this in the story. Yeah. And for the character of Harry Potter, I just wish they had done, done it with something other than sports. Maybe it, he had been a good at, I don't know, uh, chess or... No, because painter. that was for Ron. Ron had to have the wizarding chess because he had very <laughs> similar problems. Thank you very much. Would like to say hello to Mutate in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and Bobby says, correction, chess is the nerdiest, geekiest of sports. Mm-hmm. And uh, Angel says, everyone just wants you to appreciate Quidditch, Bill. I know, right? And uh, then Bobby uh, says, he's on with me on Quidditch. And uh, then Angel says, my position on Quidditch is meh. It's interesting to read about in the books and see in the movies, but I tried to read the many Quidditch history books and got bored. Okay, see, Fair that's enough. where you took it to extreme. Mm-hmm. However, the island of Bill and Bobby can just go be anti- <laughs> Quidditch somewhere else. Um, okay, last... No, not even last on Harry Potter. Okay, this one's from Anne. Um, as a child of the 90s, 2000s, I grew up with Harry Potter, which meant I spent a big part of my youth waiting for either the next books or movie to come out. What annoyed me most was that I'd have to wait even longer for the translations because my English still isn't good enough to understand the original. I only re- read the very last book right when it came out um, and then used the information to torture my younger brother whenever <laughs> he annoyed me. I gave him the name of one of the characters that died. Man, I was mean back then. <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting that she's X not. X killed Y. Oh, that old spoiler. Yeah. And then we have a voicemail. Yes, we do. Uh, Another one, because Michael cares so much about Harry Potter. (laughs) We got a voicemail. He submitted a voicemail, too. And this, uh, buckle down, folks. This is, oh, uh, Night RAF says, there's a Quidditch history book that sounds about as dull as reading a book on soccer. Very true. Uh, Singing a song about architecture. Sing me a star. Sorry. Okay, uh, Michael, take it away with your voicemail. This is a long one, about six minutes, but we'll be back in a couple minutes with it. Enjoy. Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie, it's Michael. Hey, um, hello. Sorry for missing the big Harry Potter episode. I was really excited about that. Y'all did a great job. Uh, anyway, I'm recording this for your uh, episode uh, for whenever you get around to just the miscellaneous thing for we're people here. who missed us. Uh, Hi, stuff. we're here. Um, so I want to talk about uh, why I respect uh, Joe Rowling as an author. Um 
J.R.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis are two of my favorite writers, as I'm sure you know by this point. Uh, I'm not a huge fantasy fan. I like fantastic elements in stories, but I just don't feel the fantasy genre in general pulls them off very well. I think too many fantasy writers uh, like do not much more than take the superficial elements from like Tolkien, like elves, dwarves, wizards, and stuff like that, and shuffle them up and then use those base elements to tell a, a story of their own. Um, so that just really doesn't appeal to me, just those superficial elements in and of themselves. But what Tolkien and Lewis did was different. Uh, both of them were really familiar with like old folklore, mythology, legends. Um, so when one of them used a dwarf, for example, they knew all the things that dwarfs were associated with, all the cultural meaning that goes along with dwarves and what uh, what they mean to us in stories. They knew the mood and color and texture and thematic uh, motifs that went along with them. So most writers uh, fan- in fantasy today either don't seem to know about these uh, older shadows of meaning or just ignore them altogether. But J.K. Rowling doesn't do that. Um, over the years, I've heard a lot of people dismiss her as uh, her stories as superficial and shallow, probably because of their wild popularity. Um, but as someone who has more than a passing knowledge of folklore and myths uh, myself, I would say she's actually uh, come the closest to achieving uh, what the early fantasists like Tolkien did. Um, she has an education in the classics. Uh, of course, I don't mean classical li- classic literature or anything like that, but classics in the older sense of the word, like classic philosophy, the humanities, things like that. Um, so her stories look, use lots of folklore and mythology, not just the superficial elements like uh, house elves and magic. Um, so, for example, house elves come from British folklore. They're actually called brownies. A brownie would inv- invisibly clean uh, a house, do chores, help with the farm work, uh, unless clothes were laid out for it, at which point they would leave uh, offended. Um, so it's a little bit different uh, since... Uh, the Hells Alves seem to want freedom, but they, she's still drawing on that old folklore. Uh, the way magic works in the, mis, uh, in the wizarding world is also drawn from alco- actual alchemical principles. Um, she seems to be uh, very knowledgeable of medieval symbolism as well. Um, the hippogriff, for example, it's a blending of a griffin and a horse, uh, which were believed to be enemies uh, in medieval times. So the hippogriff is kind of a medieval symbol of impossibility and love. Uh, Harry, Hermione, and Sirius all ride on the hippogriff together in book three. So this is Rowling's way of telling us not to expect A, a romance between Harry and Hermione, as well as B, hinting that Harry's and, uh, Harry and Sirius's relationship will never really develop uh, f- uh, to the full as it should. Um, also, there's in every book, there's at least one scene where Harry descends into an underworld of sorts, uh, beneath the school, a graveyard, or in a cave or something, and experiences some kind of near-death or symbolic death, and always in the presence of... Uh, it, in what what in medieval times was a Christ symbol. Uh, for example, the unicorn, the phoenix, the stag, just to mention a few. Um, they're either present or actually rescue Harry in climactic scenes. And Harry himself is a Christ figure in the final book, um, Dying and Resurrecting. But even as early as book one, these hints were in place. He, he Harry blacks out after confronting the ghostly Voldemort in book one, and when he awakens, Dumbledore tells him he's been asleep for three days. Um, there it's hard to miss the symbolism there. Um, and a lot of the plants, like Dittany, for example, that Rowling's characters uh, use in potions, they come from medieval beliefs of how those plants would have worked and the particular healing virtues they, they had. Um, and 
Rowling has done something uh, with the story as a whole that I really admire. Um, she's she's written the books so that they form a ring cycle, which is one of my favorite things to to think about in literature. A ring cycle is when the last half of a story mirrors the first half. So if you represent it visually, it would form a circle. Um, ring cycle usually uses repeated elements, but often reverses or inverses them. So book one mirrors book seven, book two mirrors book six, and three mirrors five. Book four isn't mirrored of at all, of course, since it's at the center. Um, I've given Bill a link to a chart that he can put in the show notes if he wants, uh, which shows some <laughs> of the cool ways the, sto- the series mir- uh, mirrors itself. I don't but have just to give a couple examples uh, for books one and seven, uh, in book one, Harry and Hagrid arrive at the Dursleys on a motorbike, and in book seven, they leave on the same bike. In both books, Harry sees his parents using a magical item he's just discovered. In both books, uh, Harry is granted a magical stone that was previously in the care of Dumbledore, door uh and both books in- involve the deluminator uh in both books harry is convinced of snape's guilt and in each one he finds out he was wrong uh, so clearly uh, rowling is doing a lot more than just coming up with some really great stories she's putting tons of thought into the plants she used the spells the symbolism even the structure of the stories so Harry Potter is great, not only because uh, the the stories are great and the philosophy is great, but also because there's there's always more to it than just the top layer. And I think future scholars will study these books. I, I think there will always be popular literature, and that's fine. And the Potter Septology definitely fits that description, but it's not just popular literature. It's so much more. And that is why I respect Joe Rowling so much as an author. Thank you very much, Michael. Very, very much. Wynn's going to have to head out from the chat room. As always, Michael knows way more about our topics than we do. <laughs> yeah, and a lot, a lot of good chat uh, mm-hmm. in the chat room about uh, mythology and a comments on Michael's stuff. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, lots yeah, about lots, Tolkien. Lots of good stuff. I good definitely uh, check out the YouTube video if you want to read all that because yep. there's a lot of it. Yep. And we're not going to read all of it. Thank you very much, Michael. Yes. Okay, uh, next up we have here, uh, when we did our cats and dogs episode, Courtney, uh, Callahan, she was very upset that she missed the cats and dog episode, so she shared uh, a couple pictures. She still pictures. sent us pictures, yes. Yeah, she sent us some pictures of her cats and dogs over here on the Facebook. Here's her dog and her cat, holding her cat. Actually, one of her dogs' names is Potter. Potter. I used to actually work with Courtney. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old retail store. Oh, okay. So she nice. actually lives in the Florida Keys. She moved a little further south than we yeah, did. Yeah, c- a couple pictures of her cat and dog here. Mm-hmm. Cute. Two, two you, dogs, one yeah, cat. It's like a, the dog's holding a kitten and then they show the full-grown cat. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. <laughs> Achoo! I'm allergic. <laughs> I'm allergic to cats, if you couldn't tell. Uh, yes. Okay, so let's see here. So that's cats and dogs. All right, off to Mythology. Mythology. Mythology, uh, I'm not going to lie, was one of my favorite episodes we've ever mm-hmm. done. It was a good episode. And I wasn't anticipating that at all. Mm-hmm. I think we just had a really excellent chat room the that game night. Was, that was the, the first time we did the game. The first time we did the game, and it went really, really well. So I just wanted to say that. All right. Hi, guys. I'm listening to this episode now and wanted to thank you for reading my email. I hope I didn't come across as a bitter divorce chick. <laughs> don't Please don't read that part of the show, but here's the rest. Fair game. Sorry. I'm frankly appalled with myself for not thinking to tell you about That's what happens when you don't read ahead. Yep. The which we never do. The Almighty Johnsons. Um it was a network TV show in New Zealand that ran for 3 seasons and is truly brilliant. The basis for the story is that somewhere around 800 AD a ship sailed from Norway to New Zealand founding the town of Norsewood. That part is actually true. The show uh, purports that on the ship 
that were the gods of Asgard who had decided to live among mortals. The Johnsons are four brothers, seemingly normal blokes, but on each one's 21st birthday, he's told of their heritage and finds out which god he is and starts to manifest its powers. There's comedy, drama, self-discovery, fish out of water, and very well-developed characters. The show is very well-researched, and at each time they introduced a new god or goddess, I found myself Googling Norse mythology for background info. For Marvel fans, be warned that this has no connection to all of Marvel's versions of the Norse gods. Everything goes back to actual Norse mythology as documented in literature. I've probably made this all sound highbro, academic, and boring, but I assure you it's not. It's funny and engaging. You will laugh and cry and really care for these people. The heartbreak of its ending after the third season was only softened by its appearance on Netflix streaming, where it is currently has a five-star rating. Give it a try. You won't regret it. Regret it. Cassie back. Excellent. And uh, so, sorry, folks, I because uh, I, I was trying to play some of it oh, uh, you? under you talking, and there was a little bit of a Uh-oh. little bit of a thing. Uh, no, no, it's fine. It was just a girl uh, taking her shirt off. What? But it was still still something underneath of it. Oh, so, good grief! So we're still okay for kids too. Uh, Night <laughs> RAF. Thank you very much, Cassie. By the way, uh, Night RAF says uh, that, that the mythology, mythology mythology episode might be the first one he ever caught live. Nice. Thank you nice. very okay. much. Very much. Oh, okay. yes. This other one was a rip-roaring time as well. Oh, yes. Politics. The the most nerve-wracking episode we ever did. We have something from Anne here for politics. And uh, Anne says, I guess since I get my information on American politics, mostly from shows like The Daily Show or Last Week Tonight, it just seems like a crazy, me- great <laughs> crazy mess to me. Especially everything Tea Party related just sounds like something out of a comedy <laughs> and not something an actual person would think or say. But hey, I'm European, so I suppose I'm a communist anyway. <laughs> very good. Very, very good. good in. Very good. Uh, shall, it's my the views theme. of this show reflect nothing on Bill's employment. Very true. Very true. <laughs> I no, but I mean, I I think it's very true that uh, politics around the world they're they're a bit comedic in a sense anyway like i it's a bit of a, it's all a bit of a farce right i mean even like like british politics they have like things like the thick of it that kind of lampoon it and everything it's all pretty ridiculous it's like hey who who can lie to us the best and we'll elect you you know <laughs> who, can, who, can... who tells us the lie we want to hear exactly I'll take it exactly all right so christmas <clears throat> uh unfortunately monica appears to be glitching uh oh, maybe no. refresh monica that refresh helps sometimes. that has helped before mm-hmm. so christmas anybody christmas. got anything to say now that you know christmas stuff's in the stores i can listen to christmas music until thanksgiving through thanksgiving right through thanksgiving yep um i will say it seems like there is being a lot of pushback on the whole black friday black thursday thing, which is good more and more every year um in case you're not aware rei will be staying closed on black friday what's even. rei rei it's an outdoorsy store okay it's, it's a place you probably will never go uh <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, they are actually paying their employees and staying closed and encouraging people to get outside and to do stuff. That's nice. Yeah, it's nice. I still want to go shopping, but so, nice. well, yeah, I, I think I think I told you, you know, I obviously I don't celebrate Christmas. Amory gets presents for people and everything. I, I I've told her, you know, I I would rather pay thirty percent more for you to go any other day but Black Friday. All right, that's fine. I'll be there Monday. <laughs> um, but also in terms of Christmas, we did a Christmas gift exchange. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and I messed up my wrist. Um, and we only had a couple of people able to participate. We are going to be doing another one across across all well all of ent- our podcasts, the entire universe box. Yes, so, to speak. so it'll be with our greetings fans, our legends fans. Our storytellers who we have with us now. Um, <laughs> there's yelling in the chat room about Black Friday. We'll get to it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so be prepared for that. We're yes, going to try be, it again. Yeah, we're going to put out probably actually in the next week or two so mm-hmm. that we draw names before Thanksgiving for those who do go out Black Friday shopping and want to get something. Yeah. Just saying some people like to be done shopping before mm-hmm. December. Okay. And Angel in the chat room says, I'm the kind of person who listens to Christmas music all year round, but I still question Christmas stuff already being in the stores mm-hmm. and then night raf says christmas stuff being in the stores before thanksgiving is wrong wrong just wrong all right so who's next Ooh. fitness okay, gonna be this is like the most i've used this and i feel bad about it i won yeah. it in a contest fitness i feel kind of bad about because since the fitness episode oh I've my god our fitness on, is both gone like yeah i've probably put on a good five pounds I the day of the fitness episode, and I vividly remember this because I felt very pompous, but it was true. I worked out three days that or three times that day. Mm-hmm. I've worked out once in like two weeks. Yeah, it's not so good. For some reason, when school started and your job started, mm-hmm. that happened. <laughs> that that all of the fitness went the way. Yeah, we'll went get away. there again. It'll it's be coming good. back. It'll be good. It'll yeah. be good. Doctor Who. Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Okay, first of all, Anne-Marie, what have you been thinking about the season so far? There's a new season of okay. Doctor Who on the air. Okay, so listen. I did not enjoy Peter Capaldi last season. Mm-hmm. However, I blame Clara for that because I really <laughs> don't like Clara. Um, this season, I don't know what they did, but I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it, loving it. It's just so intense. Yeah. There's a lot going on. It feels it feels significantly more high stakes. Yeah, and it's a lot more thematically cohesive too. Yes. Overall, and Although, we do have. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I've absolutely loved every episode. Every Except episode this season has been one of my favorite episodes of Doctor Who epi- ever. Except this past week's episode, I thought there were a lot of good ideas in the Woman Who Lived. They but just didn't do it well. I didn't think the execution was very good. I don't know if it was. I think it might have been because uh, I rewatched some of the scenes in it and stuff. I think it might have been the editing. Oh really? Yeah, I, I can think see that. I think the editing was bad on it. Like just because there there was a lot of awkward editing and longer mm-hmm. cuts where they could have like short it and shorter cuts where they could have longered it longered it longer how about it? lengthened yeah. that too that too that too that, that too. too but it, what's been your favorite episode so far oh you know i can't do that type of stuff i would need a list of them in front of me however i really enjoyed the stuff with the water and the ghost things yeah the uh, uh into the deep and in, before the flood yeah, or whatever those, yeah those i enjoyed yeah th- a th- lot that was probably my favorite two-parter for sure yeah I, although i really the dalek two-parter was really good too and uh angel says that uh, she's still behind Behind on Doctor Who, and Night RAF says it's so easy to fall off the wagon on fitness. I did around the same time <laughs> and only started regularly exercising again this week. Ah, so good I guess job. we should Apparently never. We did a thing. We should never cover fitness. Okay, so we have so, some more stuff on Doctor Who here. Yep. First up, we have a uh, video. Yeah, another video from another one of our kids, Liam. Uh, he has some Doctor Who tips for everybody. Yep. Universe Boxio. Hello, this is Liam from Guess the Gadget, and here's some safety tips for Doctor Who. Number one, stay away from Daleks, because you know why. They'll exterminate you. <laughs> Second, never never come across a ghost, because they'll try to kill you. Safety tip number four. 
three. Never have one of those sprites in one of your space suits because they'll just probably just cut a hole in it. I don't know. Safety tip number three. Never go to the center of the TARDIS. Safety. I mean four. Safety tip number five. Keep away from from floods. And that kind of concludes to the ghost one too because they can open flood air door airlocks for floods. Alright now. Bye everyone. <laughs> yeah, and you can hear London hear in the London. background there. It was like, bedtime. Mommy! Mommy, I want to talk about Doctor Who. No, but Liam's uh, become very obsessed with Doctor this Who. This season, like, yes. Also, his voice is a full octave lower lower than it was in the Guess the Gadget segment from our Retro Tech it episode. It seriously is, and I can't yeah. handle it. That means he's growing up, and I'm not ready. Okay, we have some more stuff from Doctor Who here. First, uh, Holly from Wisconsin, who we haven't heard from in a while. Hi, yeah, Holly. Hi, Holly. Uh, she says, uh, hey, Bill, hope that uh, you get this in time for uh, when you record uh, what Doctor Who means to it. me. Uh, wow, what great question! What a great question! It means to me that uh, you find out more about yourself through the companions and even the Doctor. How many of us wouldn't want to go on a grand adventure through time and space to see what other worlds are out there? I know that I wouldn't mind, but then again, what's uh, that old saying that there's no place like home? Uh, another thing about what makes Doctor Who special to me is the message that has been repeated a lot over the course of the years that everyone is important, even if you uh, you yourself don't feel that you are. The long Long and the short of it is that you are important. It makes you uh, not take things for granted. There's also a lot of great storytelling and man, the wealth of stories that there are. I also, I have to say that Doctor Who also means to me friendship. I can't tell you how many acquaintances and even long-lasting friendships that I have formed because of Doctor Who and Once Upon a Time. Uh, traveling along with the Doctor through the classic episodes and the new series, they've made me laugh, cry, and think about the world in a different way. I hope this answers your question. Uh, Holly was from Wisconsin. Yes, thank you, Holly. Thank you for very much, Holly. And I, yeah, we, we actually, me and Holly had kind of a thing where we were both reading all of those uh, Doctor Who short stories mm. that they released or yeah. novellas they She's released still them. for the uh, 50th anniversary mm-hmm. uh, last year and we were kind of reviewing them back to back on Goodreads. It was a good time. That's fun. Alright, next is from Dibidibdibdib. Uh, I finished season 8 of Doctor Who this week and I would like to say I enjoyed it but I didn't love it. I missed the twists and turns that I had during Ten's rule. The storylines were everywhere. I'm missing the wow factor and I am missing the fun that I had in other Doctor Who episodes. Killing Danny Pink was really, really sad for Clara and I felt that made her crazy. Fact. Um, <laughs> it made her two-dimensional. But I still don't have the love that I had for Rose or Donna or Martha to equal Clara. I did, however, like Capaldi's version of being the Doctor. He was funny and serious, but still not goofy like Tennant or even like Smith. So in a few days, the new season will come out on BBC, and I hope to check it out and hope to see where it goes. Maybe with a new companion, it might change my view. But I still love Doctor Who. Okay, over in the chat room, we have some more uh, Doctor Who safety tips yes. from Angel, tip number six. Don't have any weepy, weeping angel stuff around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Monica, tip number seven, keep reflective sunglasses on hand for weeping angel encounters. And then I, I said sonic glasses. Sonic glasses. Oh, and Angel course. says, uh, tip number eight, carry a marker on you to keep track of all the silence mm-hmm. sightings. 
Very important. Okay, Anne says, uh, Doctor Who, I've actually just started watching Doctor Who a couple weeks ago, so I'm trying to keep the spoilers to a minimum, but after I catch up, I'll definitely go back and listen to your episode on it. Until now, Christopher Eccleston is my doctor. I'm really upset that he only got one season. I was also incredibly sad when Rose left, which kind of surprised me. I actually wasn't aware that I liked her that much. Uh, but I think I just loved her and the Doctor as a team and still refuse to acknowledge Martha as the new companion. <laughs> it gets better. Oh, and by the way, I saw the Weeping Angels for the first time in an episode earlier, but it's fine. I didn't want to sleep tonight anyway. <laughs> I love it. I and love uh, it. Bobby love says it. sonic glasses are like visual earphones. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Okay, so uh, let's see here. Next up is robots. And we have uh, we had to cut for time a voicemail from Hope about her fear of robots. So we're going to play that right <gasps> oh, now. Oh, that's right. Hey, Bill and Amory. Um, I regret to inform you that I will not be watching your episode of Robots. I am not going to be there. And that's because I have two phobias in my life. The first phobia is a fear of falling from low heights. Like, if I fall off something, like, high enough that it goes splat and I die instantly, that's totally okay. But if I fall off something that's kind of low and I'm, I'm going to survive, but I'm going to be in immense amount of pain for a very long time, no, I don't do that. I'm terrified um, of but ladders. But the other phobia I have is of robots and androids and AI and artificial intelligence and, like, the robot revolution. Like, I have this awful fear of androids and i wanted to talk to you about like how i got this fear and where it came from and are we heading towards that future (laughs) okay this is gonna be hard okay bye growing up i didn't have that fear of robots that i do now little things though really bothered me i hated watching glitch videos of gamers exposing the essence of how you know what we did play that we did play that why was it in the other folder because i think when we were putting stuff together I, I was so convinced that we had another video from Hope that we hadn't played uh, for uh, for some for time or whatever reason. That uh, besides the one we're going to play next in college, because we I know we didn't play this. Yeah, one. so because uh, we ran long. Because didn't we have JG on that episode? Yeah, we had JG on that episode. Yeah. We, so JG episodes were always really They're long. Always sorry, long. It's sad that we didn't hear anything from him on this one. Yeah. We would have loved to have got a couple more stories from him. But we're going to play Hope's college video now. Yay! Hey, you guys, it's Hope. Um, so I want to talk to you a little about my college years. Um, I went to the University of West Georgia, and I was a theater major. I would hang out with friends. I got into Doctor Who during that time. went to Dragon Con a lot. So I did a lot of things in college, and I could talk to you about my theater major and all that fun stuff and all the crazy, wild theater parties that we have because Bill and Anne-Marie knows that we have theater parties. But what I really want to talk to you about is Harry Potter. Harry Potter was a huge chunk of my college life. It pretty much consumed all those years. I mean, things that happened in Harry Potter land for me in college was, for one, the seventh book came out during that time, and me and my best friend went to go pick it up. And when we got it, we ran back to my car because we were scared someone would mug us in the parking lot. But it just kept going, like... At Dragon Con, I got to meet James and Oliver Phelps, who are the Weasley twins. I got to meet Matthew Lewis, who's Neville Longbottom. And may I say that he's incredibly sweet. But I wanted to talk to you guys about Wizard Rock. Wizard Rock is a phenomenon that happened, uh, started by Harry and the Potters, and then Draco and the Malfoys came along, and then the Wampy Willows, the Moaning Myrtles, so on and so forth. In its heyday, there were over 700 bands internationally that played music about Harry Potter. And this spawned other movements like Troc, which is Time Lord Rock. And that became a big thing with a band called Chameleon Circuit, and they were featured in the 50th anniversary special of Doctor Who a few years back. 
So my best weekend ever in college was when we found out that Harry and the Potters was coming to town one day, and then the next day it was the Whomping Willows, Justin Fitch Fletchley, and the Sugar Quills, and the Ramus Lupins, and they were coming the next day. So me and my group of friends went to go see Harry and the Potters the first day, and they were touring with a band called Uncle Monster Face. And Uncle Monster Face was sock puppet rock, and they would have sock puppet shows while they were singing this music. And they were great. They have great songs like the Gary Gygax song, where they sing about the creator of D&D. And then they had an entire Nintendo album with songs like Samus Aran, You're the Man, and my personal favorite, I'm Sorry, But Your Princess is in Another Castle. So they were just great. And then when Harry and the Potters came on, they just blew the house down. Like, Harry and the Potters know how to put on a good show, and Paul and George are absolutely amazing, and there's a reason why these two together spurred off over 700 bands internationally, just because they had this love and this passion for Harry Potter. And then the next day, we went to Wordsmith Books in Decatur, Georgia, and it's not there anymore, and it was the coolest bookstore ever. It was built into a bank, and the young adult section where Harry Potter and everything was inside a vault. And sadly, it's not there anymore, and I miss Wordsmith. Uh, Draco and the Malfoys were there with Justin Finch Fletchley, like I said, and Mad of the Whomping Willows and uh, the Ramus Lupins. And it was just an incredible show. There's about 30, uh, 30 of us there, and we just rock down this bookstore. And that was the great thing about Wizard Rock. Um, a lot of times they would play in libraries. They would play in various different places, like houses and everything. And that was the next place that we went uh, it was a house party, and it was amazing. It was just a great weekend, and it spurred my love of Wizard Rock. And me and my uh, close group of crazy friends who I love so much, uh, these friends of mine, we were role players, and we would meet on big events, because um, we were all in college, and we all went to different colleges, but we would meet at my friend's house, and we would make crazy videos like this. Snake, snake, Severus, snake, 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 Severus, snake. Snake. Best weekend ever. There was just a ton of Wizard Rock concerts. They always came to Atlanta. After Wordsmith closed, for example, um, we met in the gazebo outside of Wordsmith's show to have a concert outside. And I got to meet Melissa Anelli of Pottercast. Um, we just had a blast. And even though it was like 95 degrees outside, we were all sweating our butts off. We just had this best time. And it was just this building of a great sense of community. And may I also say, the day of this concert was the day that Michael Jackson died. And we just went to all sorts of shows. Like me and two of my buddies, uh, the two guys seen all the way to the left in this picture. Uh, we went, drove all the way out to Birmingham to see a show for one night. And we just started building this great sense of community and just 
had a blast. And then the summer after that in college, Matt of the Wampy Willows, Justin Finch Fletchley, and Brian of Drake and the Malfoys started this tour called Rock the House. And what Rock the House was, is they would go and they would have house parties. And you could go and enjoy these house parties and go see them and everything. And they would schedule it with different people. Well, I scheduled the one for Carrollton, Georgia. And it was, the three of them came out. Uh, we had it in my boyfriend at the time's house. And there was about 20 of us there. And we just had a blast. It is still one of the, this, till this day, like one of the best experiences of my life. We just, oh man, we had so much fun. <laughs> it was so great. And so here's a little bit of that. that happened to me with Wizard Rock in college is I went to this event called Rockstock. It was a four-day Wizard Rock convention at the YMCA of the Ozarks in Missouri. And this place is gorgeous. It is my Hogwarts. Like, whenever I, I picture Hogwarts in my brain, I always think about this place. It was a secluded area in the mountains in Missouri. They, like, the closest town was, like, five miles away. And it was just us. It was just like 300 Harry Potter fans in this one area. And it was a gorgeous place. Like, for example, they had this teepee, and we called it the Wumpum Willow. And if it wasn't one of the nine main stage shows, uh, other bands could perform in the Wumpum Willow at certain times. So from the time you woke up to the time you went to bed, there was music all day long, and it was all Harry Potter music, and it was just, it was so much fun, and it was gorgeous. And it was the first time I really, like, you know, I went to Dragon Con, and I saw fans and stuff like that. And I grew up in fandoms, but there was just something incredibly special about being with all these Harry Potter fans. And everyone looked out for each other, and it was just amazing. We would have a fireside chat every night, and we would all sit around this fire and roast marshmallows and sing, uh, you know, 
a, a very Potter musical together and sing these songs and it is still to this day like one of the best experiences of my life and we would just have all sorts of things like we would have cd exchanges where you would burn a cd of your favorite music and you would just trade it with somebody and you got new music that way and it was just spreading love and joy and music and i met so many friends during that time and a lot of them are still people i still talk with to to this day and Wizard Rock was just one of the best experiences of my life, and sadly it's not around anymore. And a lot of the bands moved on, like the Moaning Myrtles, uh, Lauren ended up releasing her own albums, and I think Matt did too, and everyone just kind of is still around though, and I'm still really close with all these people. So very much so, in college, Harry Potter was a huge part of my life, and it still is part of my life, and it is probably one of the best experiences I ever had, and I will always remember it for the rest of my life. So college me was Harry Potter. I will remember you. <laughs> will you remember me? Harry Potter. No, actually, I was saying in the chat room, I feel, well, don't let that wand pass you by. Weep not for the Snape and Hermione. I, I, I was saying in the chat room, though, that that might have almost fit better in the Harry Potter section. Yes, I think so. Definitely. I think and I'm now Prison Bill. Oh. Hey, Prison Bill. Uh, but thank you very much, Hope, for that. And I, I, I feel bad that a lot of work went into that. And I feel bad that we didn't play it uh, on the, originally. originally. But I think it might have actually been a little actually better, better this time. Up, yeah, because we have a lot of Harry Potter stuff. In this Definitely. Episode. Okay, so uh, next up is Tabletop. And, and I guess just to say about Tabletop, uh, we haven't played any Tabletop games since then uh, no 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 you haven't played any tabletop games since then oh you have i did today oh, okay and by played i mean london read me cards and i had to guess mm-hmm. characters from the beat the parents disney game but it was a blast having knight raf and uh michael uh lucero and bobby hawk uh, in our house yes playing tabletop games drinking the drink eating the food the uncensored the version of that video will never see the light of day no nope, probably best but uh, it, it i don't know we time. released a lot of the bad stuff we did though yeah we honestly i i basically just cut out the silences and the drawing and all that kind of stuff and rebecca too who mm-hmm. joined us over yes, Skype. rebecca and hope both did definitely definitely so that good. that was a good good time good times good times and uh something here what's this uh in the retro future I, I think we were gonna do it as an idiot box and then we never did i don't know oh yeah because uh we 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 thought this video might or this it looked fun Oh, yeah, because we, we completely skipped this idiot box because, because we ran we, out of time. Way up, we were over. And well, we're, we're not doing it now. Because we're over now. Yeah. Okay, so chocolate. <laughs> chocolate! Okay, so, uh, okay, first Read up, that first. Anne says, I've just listened to the, that episode today, and naturally I had to make a detour on my way home to get some chocolate myself. Good. I like just plain milk chocolate best. And today I bought a different brand or bought different brands to compare. I also randomly grabbed some vegetables in order to not look bad in front of the cashier. (laughs) The vegetables are in the fridge now, but the chocolate is gone and I'm on a sugar high. I thank you very much. I bow to you, Anne. We were too. We We were too. too. Night RAF says, yes, that was fun. The tabletop for sure. Okay. uh, We have some chocolate here. We have some chocolate from Nicole. Okay. Hi, Bill and Anne Marie. Hello again. I got a real letter. I like real letters. Nice. Um, Here are some chocolates from a great local chocolate shop they're about two minutes from my house the mint and caramels are my favorite and you can't have chocolate from ohio without some buckeyes very true mm-hmm. hope they get you in good con- 
condition and don't melt too much. Enjoy, Nicole. It's been a while since I've had a Buckeye, okay. so why don't we start with the Buckeyes right, here? Starting with the Buckeyes. If you've never seen a Buckeye, this is a Buckeye. It's a peanut butter ball with chocolate. I already ate it. It's delicious. Wonderful. Ah, and then the angels sing. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. I water. Angel says, sadly, I've been trying to cut down on chocolate. Oh, no, Angel, no. Me too, since the chocolate episode, but now we're back. So that is seriously other than my grandmother's Buckeyes. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best Buckeyes I've that's ever had. That's a solid Buckeye, especially for having been in the freezer for like two or three weeks. Yeah, definitely. Okay, next. Shame that Nicole's not here tonight. I, I was know. hoping she would come. All right, next is the dark chocolate sea salt caramel. This one right here? Yeah, the one that I didn't give you the bag. Mm-hmm. Mm. God bless mm-hmm. Uh huh. Don't mind us eating char- uh, caramel on the. Thing. I ate the whole thing. Mm. <laughs> Night RAF says, since I'm out of chocolate at home, I'm going to have to walk to Insomnia Cookies before heading home and get a chocolate cookie. You're not home? You're watching this at work? (laughs) Okay. um, What's the last one? You have the bag, so you have to read it. Okay. It is a mint chocolate chip meltaways. And they melted away and then got re-solidified in the freezer. And Amory doesn't like mint flavored stuff. No, I have a little chunk over here. Yay, mint. But I'm going to go back to my caramel. So I have to eat this. I already finished my caramel. I just shoved the whole thing in my mouth. Here, I'm going to try the... Mm. Mm, Mm -hmm. Very minty. Uh Very minty. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, we didn't try any cookies for the cookie segment, but... Yes, we did. We had Oreos. Oh, yeah, we did. I was going to make cookies and then I remembered I had Oreos. (laughs) Angel says I kind of want cookies now is what made me think of it. Mm -hmm. Very good, though. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, Nicole. Okay. We very much enjoyed um, that. Okay, <laughs> and we, we just last week, mm. last week we did uh, Back to the Future, and we just wanted to let people know that after the episode ended, uh, we found out that uh, they're doing a new uh, Back to the Future documentary called Back in Time. And uh, Back in Time will chronicle how Back to the Future, uh, how the Back to the Future trilogy came to be <laughs> and how it has affected pop culture since its smash hit debut. Uh, featuring new interviews with Michael J. Fox, Robert Zemeckis, Steven Spielberg, Bob Gale, and Dan Harmon, for some reason, from Community. Apparently uh, involved. Uh, this is uh, a new documentary, lots of new footage, lots of new information, new interviews. Uh, Michael J. Fox speaks candidly about how he uh, just didn't like being involved in the films. No, I'm kidding. Right, because right, he didn't Michael do J. anything Fox. about that last week. No. But definitely keep an eye out for that. I'm very interested in it, for I'm sure. sure. Here, I'm going to give you the Buckeye. You're going to give me the Buckeye? Mm-hmm. Oh, the third Buckeye? The third Buckeye. There you go. I'm going to eat the car. Okay. Prison Bill is going to eat the third Buckeye. <laughs> Prison Bill is going to eat the third Buckeye. Okay, now there are a few episodes that we had announced, but we unfortunately just didn't get to them. Uh, the first one was Hobbies, and we have goodies from Monica mm-hmm. that she hobbied for us. So I'm going to open Hold mine. Hold on, I'm still chewing a Buckeye. You chew. I'm going to open and show off mine first. Okay. So it came in a very pretty little gold bag. Oh, how pretty. <laughs> in the chocolate. Oh, I guess Night RAF is watching uh, on his iPad in a restaurant. <laughs> I would love to see what the people around you say because I know you're cracking up at certain <laughs> points and I can just see it. So I don't know if how well you can see that. It's a beautiful you can see like, it charm well. with mm-hmm. all sorts of like iridescent beads. It's absolutely gorgeous. And I have no idea what I'm going to do with it so it doesn't get ruined. Mm-hmm. But I will find it at home. Yeah, and awesome. mine, it, it, it looks uh, like chain linky fun. Yeah, it's like blue chain linky. It's like a lanyard. Yeah, like a lanyard. You for, can use it for your work name tag. For a con- I could actually. Definitely. Very nice. Do Here people I'll... use different lanyards or just the work issue? I don't think there's a rule saying you can't. No. So here, I'm going to put this on. Okay. Thank you very much. 
very much, Monica. Thank you These so much, Monica. Amazing. I like, really appreciate and, it. Yeah, it was just so great to get the whole box of stuff. From I her. know. I was giddy. I was giddy. Open. I was like, there just keeps being more things. <laughs> um, speaking of Monica, mm-hmm. she also sent us something for depression, which was supposed to be last this week, I think, or something. Um, she said, a quick thought, a memory from my childhood watching Hee Haw, gloom, despair, and agony. And you have the link. Yeah, I'll go ahead and, and we'll just play this because, I mean, if we get a takedown on this episode, hey, it's the last episode. So. Chainmail, I thought so. Excellent. Thank you, Monica. And I, I actually, uh, I used to watch a lot of Hee Haw when I was a kid because uh, my grandma was a, was a big fan of Hee Haw. So she exposed me to it. And uh, so, I, I mean, we even did a, a sketch at church, church that was all Hee Haw. That's hilarious. Like my grandma was Minnie Pearl. And uh, yeah, yeah. So thank you very much, Monica. That brought back a lot of good memories for sure. Okay. And then uh, another episode we never got to. But we really wanted to. This one actually makes me the most mad. Mm-hmm. Because, because it wasn't the first batch of episodes and then we bumped it to the second batch of episodes. Mostly because we wanted to do genetic testing like the 23andMe or mm-hmm. through um, Ancestry.com. Like, there's yeah. a bunch of different ones right now. But they all have like a really long lead time. Like you have to have at least six weeks or something. And then we kept forgetting about it until it was like a week or two out. Right. Okay, so we- when okay, – you go ahead and finish chewing. Uh, Wynn says uh, fare thee well – and it's genetics we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wynn says fare thee well, Universe Box. It's always been tough for me to be a storyteller for your show. Fact is, I'm not an introspective person, and self-examination bores me to death. But I've enjoyed your efforts and the contributions of everyone who submitted the stories. I do regret that the genetics genealogy show never happened. I'm curious to know if Bill is related to the Meeks family of Indian Creek, Monroe County, West Virginia. If so, one of my ancestors, James Ellison, rescued this ancestral Meeks and his family when they were captured by the Shawnee in 1781. I will try to replicate the feats of my ancestors should the day, uh, the current day Meeks claim be assaulted by zombies or knife-wielding eyeball snatchers. I guess my low profile at Universe Box boils down to this. I am much more interested in telling other people's stories than my own. See you in chat at Legends of Gotham. Uh, thank you very much, Wynn. And as far as I know, I'm not related to the Meeks. I wouldn't be surprised, though. Well, the thing is, is the, the Meeks side of my family all lives in Ohio now. But like, Monroe it, County isn't terribly far south. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, I could definitely see... The thing is, though, if... Uh, uh, well, I, I guess, no, that wouldn't matter. But I, I on the other side of my family tree, yeah, because uh, Indian Creek, Monroe County, West Virginia, I guess that's pretty close to – because most of the Meeks side of my family is in Akron and Wadsworth in that area. Uh, but on, on the – the other side of my family, whose name whose name shall not be mentioned, uh, <laughs> no, but there's actually a famous uh, guy named Louis Wetzel who was actually a famous like Indian killer. Like he he roamed. Awesome. Oh no, Monroe's in- far far away. 
but he roamed up and down the Ohio River, uh, I think in the 17 or 1800s. Wetzel County in West Virginia is named after him. But chopping, scalping Indians, killing Indians, you know, clearing the land of Indians. So Good job, family. Yeah. I will say, though, on the meek side of my family, I, I know I am related to both Stalin and <laughs> Phyllis Stiller. So there's that. That's still fantastic. Any other uh, genetic stuff? No. Uh, on your side that's no. interesting? Um, well, Angel says, according to the Ancestry family tree, someone in my family has done. I'm apparently related to Vikings, Leif Erikson and stuff. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I, it's a shame we never got to do the genetics episode. It probably would have been depressing because I think a lot of the genetic stuff is like, oh, you have a, a risk of heart disease. or I still want to do that. Yeah. Can we? Try and get that done and do like a special, like a universe box special. Yeah, we could do a, U- a special YouTube. A special a special YouTube event or something, mm-hmm. mostly because I really want my genetic stuff done. Definitely. Okay. And uh, family was the last one. Family was the last one we were going to do that we didn't and, get to. Well, let's just be honest. A lot of the reasons that we had to cancel this was because of family. Yeah. Um, one thing that I have learned now, having multiple children in school is that everything happens on Thursday nights. (laughs) Everything. It would never fail. It would be an episode where we had a lot of prep work still to do. Mm -hmm. Thursday night event that goes till 8 o'clock. And I'd be like, "Uh, okay, we'll go for a few minutes and then Mm. we'll run. So there was a lot of that. And I I want my kids to have enough experience at school and Mm. still being new to the area. We all need to make friends. So it's just as much for me. So Mm. there's that. Yeah, and I, I I assume that episode would have got a, a bit into like my family stuff, which is all really depressing. We don't really want to go there. It, we might as well have just merged the family episode with the depression episode <laughs> at that point. Yeah. So probably best that we avoided a lot of that. Yes. But it, yeah, so those those were all the episodes of Universe Box. It took us about two hours to two get hours through. to talk about them. And then Anne wanted to wrap up with some thoughts about why she likes Universe Box mm-hmm. or liked Universe Box. And she says, uh, what I liked about Universe Box was the random and craziness, which makes Drunk and Chocolate my favorite episodes. And my all-time favorite bit was the minute Bill was allowed to geek out and fanboy over Superman. Yes. Loved it. That's awesome. That's it for me. I wish you a great last show. I almost wish I could play that. I know. Hold on. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. You actually still owe Supergirl Radio a Supergirl one. Do I? Yeah. Or a Batman well, I one think I think that was a... Uh... Oh, no. She challenged you. Did did she? Yeah, you were challenged. I was challenged? How did you not know this and I know this? Oh No, you know what? Because she challenged me yes, last year to do uh, Batman. And you still haven't done it? And I still haven't done it yeah yeah she's waiting on you one second i will play this superman video this is me vamping 50 reasons i love superman here we go we're gonna play it right now if it'll stream so you're streaming something on youtube on you YouTube. guys didn't know i'm a big superman fan i don't know if you guessed that or not i i've been trying to bite my tongue and hold back the inner fan this is like a minute and a half of me talking let me find when the clock's actually starting here we oh i gave myself two minutes okay so here we go and uh, let's see here okay we're gonna go in three two one go he's very colorful he has a bunch of powers that work really well together he always tries to do what's right he never hurts somebody if he can help it he shows compassion to his enemies his main weakness is being a really good person he's a muckraking journalist using the truth to change a city as clark kent he's a sharp dresser i identify with him i really identify with him one because my my father died before i was born and my father's uh, legend uh, drives and haunts me much like jor-el's does for superman uh superman moved from a small rural area to a major city because of his great ambition like i did and he's also not satisfied with superficial relationships. He wants Lois to like him for who he is, not what he can do. 
He's so good at saving the day because people think he's overpowered. And it keeps going on like on that for a on. full another minute. Oh, which, by the way, I will say that our video quality has gotten a lot better since the move. Uh, uh, just looking at this old video. Oh, really? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Oh, and I just showed everyone the dock. It's not, a, it's not an it's episode not of Universe Box today. if I don't show people the doc. Yep. Uh, and Angel T says Universe Boxception. <laughs> okay, and uh, so uh, let's see. Okay, Emery, what's in the box for next week? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing's in the box. Absolutely nothing, no. <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're shuttering it up here, guys. Uh, for now. We'll start I mean, taking down the artwork. We we could definitely uh this could be resurrected in the future if it we could happen. If we have time. If Gotham and Once Upon a Time get cancelled, yeah, well, we'll we probably say bring... it would be all lost all the time at that point. But <laughs> Yeah, but uh we, we I, I I could see us for a very special occasion or something bringing out a universe box episode, uh for sure. Yeah. But I mean this there will still be YouTube events and mm-hmm. special things. They just won't be Universe Box the podcast, though many of them will probably get pushed through the, I would imagine, the podcast feed. Yeah. 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 But it, but I, we wanted to take this moment to thank everyone out there who has supported the show. This is it may not our most popular show by any stretch no, of the imagination. It's like one percent of the listeners that our <laughs> other shows do. But it, the one we put the most heart into, the one we care, the about one that the you most. guys put the most heart into. Yeah, because that that's too. really this show was meant to be a community, and it's very obvious that it has created to, that to be a community builder. And, and we definitely have a very strong and. Inva- very tight knit inner circle and a very vocal outer circle and community we love it. too. And we we love all of you guys. Mm-hmm. We love that we've gotten to know you. We've welcomed you into our homes, both uh, literally and figuratively. Literally, literally and figuratively. And uh, it, it's been such a great experience. These yeah. these thirty episodes. I wish we had made it to forty. But I know, but at least know, we're ending on thirty and not like twenty four. Yeah, I think thirty is the, the smart out uh for it and everything but don't worry we're not going anywhere you're still gonna get you're still gonna be sick of us our redonkulous uh mamby pamby moomby poomby stuff all the time don't worry at least at least a few times a week still even though universe box is gone guaranteed amory anything else to add i'm gonna work on my fitness you're gonna work on your fitness because apparently we caused a problem (laughs) but uh you know we we love all you guys uh we're still gonna be here uh sorry sorry we're shutting i know i'm sorry for the people that we've upset and i'm sorry that i keep cutting you off no it's fine but that's what i do it's totally fine it's new it's not new it's it's fine it's fine no, but, uh, you know, I, I, and I'm sure that we're still going to be here on Thursday nights a lot, too, yeah. for, you know, like a live commentary here or there, or maybe me and Bobby's Mr. Show thing that we're going to do a very short run. Um, but, but, you know, we'll still be around. Yeah. Uh, you, you'll, you'll see plenty of us. And, you know, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow me on Twitter at AMD Simone. OK, so I guess we should go ahead and uh, do some takeaways here. Yep. For the last Wait, we time. had another voicemail. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. I didn't. I didn't get it i could have sworn there was another voicemail i don't think so there you have one listed here from michael yes! but i think that was from last week no oh no hold please hold please this is called Anne-Marie's crazy because i thought i pointed to it and said no that oh no that was the loading loading this is usually the where Anne-Marie and bill google things nope you're right i guess yeah yeah, yeah that, oh, we're, we're done with voicemails uh, so now it's time for the takeaways last takeaways okay everybody has a story even when, when it wasn't great it was still pretty good right y'all have a lot to say about quidditch (laughs) and up we'll catch 
up with all of you storytellers in another universe or another box or mm-hmm. some variation of the two. Mm-hmm. And uh, as always, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow me at AMD Simone. You can catch everything we do. This will become a, more of a clearinghouse now for everything we do at universebox.com. And I guess I, I guess it's hold on, wait. I Amory's going to take something off the wall here. I'm taking down the decor. Yeah. With Bob and David, with Bill and Bobby. Bobby, that's the exact with title I was thinking of. Yeah. Actually, okay. So uh, I guess that about does it. Yeah. So until next time, remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Do not adjust your computer screen. It's your mind we're changing. Stories set to a theme. Think outside. Universe box. We finally got it right. I know. The first time. Oh. Uh, hugs, Angel. Hugs. Angel says, I wish I could send hugs through the computer screen. Oh, I'm we a do too. Teary eyed. Me too. End of an era. And we- end of a wonderful era. You know, even though it's ending, I'm I would Focus. not not want to take any of this away. Nah. Like I would not want to go back and do something else. This was good. It was good. It was special. It like, taught us things. Everyone who was here knows. It, it was, was special, special, you know. So. <sighs> we love you guys. We love you guys. See you in Stars Hollow. Yeah. <laughs> <it is. laughs>